Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. One time allies sour on joining Trump's tech team by Izzy Lepowski. President Trump's victory caught Garrett Johnson and the rest of humanity by surprise. A Republican, Johnson had never been among Trump's biggest fans. He'd worked for former Florida Governor Jeb Bush and supported Bush in the primaries. The night candidate Trump addressed the Republican National Convention, Johnson retweeted the words of another Republican political operative. There will be time for reflection. Hopefully, there will be time to rebuild. But now, it's simply time to be ashamed. After the election, though, Johnson believed he had a responsibility. As co founder of the advocacy group Lincoln Network, Johnson and partners Aaron Jinn and Chris Abrams had spent years cultivating a network of politically conservative tech talent. Now, those people wanted to know how they could best serve the new administration. So Lincoln Network compiled a list of 165 available government tech jobs, as well as a database of hundreds of people who were willing and able to do them. It also organized a webinar with former Obama administration tech staffers. They were unhappy about the outcome of the election, Johnson says of the Obama aides, but were strongly encouraging tech people to apply for jobs and try to get into the administration, irrespective of the politics of the White House. And then, nothing. The president imposed a temporary government hiring freeze, which Johnson says crushed any momentum within his network. Members grew disillusioned by headlines about the chaos and carnage within the new administration. People moved on with their lives, Johnson says. Of course, the constant outrage and hysteria around decisions or bro- proclamations or tweets coming out of the White House is going to impact hiring. The result? The administration's tech team remains largely vacant. 
The Office of Science and Technology employs just 40 people, down from roughly 130 under President Obama. The president has yet to nominate a head for the office or a chief technology officer. Michael Kratzius, former chief of staff to venture investor and Trump backer Peter Thiel, is deputy CTO. Things have been moving slowly, shockingly slowly, a White House staffer says of the nomination process. They hope to have a nominee within the next month or two for the Senate to confirm, but I've heard that for a few months now. At 18F, a tech consulting group for government agencies inside the General Services Administration, two to three staffers per month have departed since the election. Before the election, the department was adding roughly two employees a month, peaking at a little more than 200 employees overall. The swing there is about five employees per month, which after a few months you notice real quickly, one former 18F engineer says. The Obama administration won rare bipartisan praise for bringing more technologists into government. It created the U.S. Digital Service to help improve delivery of government services. The agency helped save the troubled healthcare.gov website and digitized services such as veterans' health records and the immigration review process. Now, some fear such gains will be erased. Trump's senior advisor and son-in-law, Jared Kushner, has promised to continue Obama's legacy of modernizing government with technology. During the White House's so-called Tech Week in June, Kushner convened tech leaders, including Apple CEO Tim Cook and Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, and called for an end to the archaic systems that still run so much of the government. The Department of Defense, for example, still uses 8-inch floppy disks in some of its legacy systems, Kushner noted in his address. The president's son-in-law also opened the new Office of American Innovation, focused on modernizing government through tech. White House aides say the differing organizational charts don't signify any scaling back of efforts to enhance government services with tech. It's natural that different administrations have different approaches to the role of different entities within the administration, says one staffer involved in technology initiatives. Still, the delays are giving technologists time to consider whether to align themselves with a tumultuous administration, particularly when many tech companies and employees have cast themselves as adversaries. I'm not willing to have my name publicly associated with the White House, says one Silicon Valley engineer who recently discussed job possibilities with the administration. I don't think I'd be forgiven by some people. Career-wise, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. There's a concern of being labelled and a concern about backlash, says Jonathan Dietz, former Deputy Chief Technology Officer at the Republican National Committee, who runs a tech consulting firm in San Francisco and has considered working for the White House. I don't think it's career suicide, but there is a concern. Dietz says he would strongly consider an offer to work in the administration. It's a unique opportunity, no matter who's in the administration, to try and be able to shape policy at such a high level, he says. Some Obama-era recruits who stayed through the new administration have recently made noisy exits. One former 18F employee, Noah Kunin, penned a Medium essay in early August explaining that he didn't want to participate in normalizing Trump's administration. 
The administration suffered another setback last week when the president's strategic and policy forum, which included IBM CEO Ginny Romati among others, disbanded following Trump's controversial remarks about violence following a rally by white nationalists in Charlottesville, Virginia. Other marquee name tech leaders, including Tesla's Elon Musk and Uber founder Travis Kalanick, departed the advisory council months before. Johnson, the Lincoln Network founder, worries that the personnel shortages will hurt the administration's tech efforts. Some people who worked on these projects under both administrations say the effects are already apparent. The former 18F engineer says that in the first half of this year, the agency's engineering, design, research and product management capacity definitely declined. Whether it's for fear of stigma or simply a lack of demand from the government, Johnson says Lincoln Network is fielding far fewer requests from people interested in working for the Trump administration. Now, he and co-founder Jin are launching a new consulting group called Lincoln Deployed, which will recruit politically conservative technologists to work on projects for political non-profits and local campaigns. We think the deployed model is important regardless, Johnson says, but especially in the event technologists no longer see USDS and 18F as compelling options. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.